Welcome to the show. After the kids go to bed, we talk about love, relationships, and sex. So join us for lively discussion and thought-provoking ideas at Love is on the Air. My name is David, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Natalie, contributor and chief over at the Feminine Frame website. Hello, and welcome to the show. Today is episode number four of Love is on the Air podcast. Today's topic is based on dating trends and etiquette. Today's sponsor is us, the Love is on the Air podcast. We have a newsletter that you should sign up for. It's ontheair.love slash newsletter. To sign up to receive free show announcements, show notes, book recommendations, and more. Again, that URL is ontheair.love slash newsletter. So, Natalie, today we are talking about dating and dating etiquette. Yes, I'm so excited for this topic. So, right off the bat, I want to get our finger on the pulse. What is happening at the larger society? So, we're going to venture into the world of TikTok cringe and okay. get, get our bearings. So, let's take a look at mm. this first video. How much should a guy spend on a first date in Miami? In Miami? Like over $100. Probably like 200 well, I mean, I think that's minimum. The average bill is like expensive, but... Does that mean that he's going to get sex afterwards? No. <laughs> no, it does not mean that. Not necessarily. It depends on the vibe for me. So, if he's spending $250 on a first date... May get a kid. <laughs> May get a kid. Oh, what are your thoughts? What do you think of that one? That was wild. <laughs> that, that was pretty wild. Um, so, I think that it's not about the money. I don't think that there is a minimum amount of money that needs to be spent on a date. All right, well, let's take a look at another one. You, uh, We'll see if you're in the minority or majority opinion here. What do you think? you think more women have like a minimum number? Um, you know, I don't think in real life they do. I think... I think that these places that he's going to, maybe they do. <laughs> really? I I actually think it's kind of more indicative. But then again, I've been watching hundreds of TikTok videos on this yeah. subject, getting ready for tonight. Check this one out. Let's say I wanted to take you all in Miami. Okay. How much do you expect me to spend on you? Shit, on an ideal dinner, probably like 300, 350. What do I get in return? company a good laugh time with me i don't know it all depends on how the night goes i'm not gonna say that one thing can't lead to the other but i'm not gonna be like hey you spent this amount of money on me i'm gonna go home with you no it doesn't work that way do you think it would be weird if i expected you to drop 300 dollars on me all right so she she's saying 300 dollars on her first date yeah, that's a very nice date let's check out this next one here how old are you uh, 28. Let's say I wanted to take you out. How much do you expect me to spend on a first date? Depends where we're going. What's your expectation, though? I don't really have any. So I could hit you up and say, hey, let's go to Burger King and get slushy? No, no, no. No, I mean, at least, like, you know, nice five-star type of restaurant, and then depending on how it goes, depending how I like you, and that all kind of goes with of me even saying yes for a, for a first actual date. So that, that takes a toll. Okay. So five-star restaurant in Miami, how much is that going to range? Depends how many drinks 
you'll be ordering? Average. Um, anywhere from 300 to 800, maybe. Jumpstart, yeah. So, <laughs> realistically, you expect a man to spend $800 on a first day? Yeah. Has it happened before? Yeah. <laughs> and he must be on some no, like, ritzy is... block somewhere where the girls... Or that's just the expectation on that block or no, something. No, I, I, I'm no. telling you, this is more endemic than this. Because this guy, the Desirable Truth uh, channel, he does this a lot. And he, yeah, he's, he's definitely somewhere in a nice area in Miami. But just if you just do like a search on TikTok, you'll see if he goes this to same like, line If he goes to like suburban Indiana, you think that most, you know, people in, you know, like the Midwest, your average girl is going to be like, you must spend $300 on me. I actually no. don't think they would say that, but I think they would say a number. I don't think as many women are open and red-pilled as you are. I don't think so. I don't think... No most women have kind of dug into the research and understand you know relationships and the red pill like you do so no i i, I don't think this is going to be like this everywhere but i do think most women everywhere have a number they're thinking like he he's got to spend x amount of dollars on me don't you don't think don't so know. okay well just well tell us audience what do you think you do you think most women have a number like this we'll see all right no. i've got one more video to show you here what's the most a man should spend on a first date minimum 25 dollars i say minimum 50 per person like <laughs> i mean with Perfect. drinks and stuff, it just depends on where you're going. I mean, at this age right now, 50, maybe 40, okay. 30 to 40. How about McDonald's or Wendy's 4 for 4? Well, after that, just answer that question. <laughs> for a date? <laughs> she said absolutely not. No. What's wrong with McDonald's? Um, that's like snack food, I feel like. Like, I personally, I mean, I'm not sound bougie, but I just, if you take me to McDonald's, that'll be the last date we go on. Unless it's like we're going somewhere already and it was like a stop, but no. Like, what if I'm like, yo, be ready at six, I'm gonna pick you up, and then we, take you know. Me to McDonald's, don't ever talk to me again, you're getting blocked. Don't ever talk <laughs> yeah. to me again. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go ahead and get that McChicken <laughs> with no mayo and a small fry. In an ice cream cone. First, <laughs> honestly, like I'm, I'm not like a bougie person. I don't know what bougie means. What's bougie? Bourgeois. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's supposed to be like fancy, but you know, it's often. I, it's, all right, what's the real answer here? How much should a man? I, I, by the way, I loved that last girl in the pink dress. That was an okay. amazing answer. Okay. But tell me your answer. How okay, much should well, a guy first of all, spend? Okay. Well, first of all. No to McDonald's just because it's gross. Okay, McDonald's is <laughs> does not taste good. But if you want to like upgrade to Chick Fil A, and you know maybe take it to a park instead of eating it there, I could. I think that's fine. Yeah, I mean you I know. think that's really practical advice from you. But yeah, how much should a man spend on a first date? I mean, for me, here here's the thing: all these women are saying they're number but let's say that 
Jason Statham or what's that Jason Momoa guy who's like this, Jason Momoa? Yeah. I think that's how you say it. There's I don't two, know. There's two Jasons I'm thinking of. Okay. Like Aquaman and um, Transporter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. These two guys. Let's say one of those guys shows up and he says we're going to McDonald's. Yeah. You, are you going to get in and go to McDonald's? Like, I mean, I would have to be really into him. Maybe yes to Jason yes. Statham and no to Jason Momoa. But that's, I don't know. That's my whole <laughs> point is that I think women make these rules, but they will break the rules for an alpha male. Right. They're going to say three hundred dollars minimum eight hundred dollars you know on a nice five-star restaurant with drinks and three hundred dollar wine concierge service but i think our alpha male i think a woman's gonna break rules for alpha make rules for beta and this is this is the beta rules i think we're seeing here so that's what i think is going on here and uh but i love this last woman she's like look i'm getting the a chicken McNuggie or whatever she said, a McChickie or something. <laughs> pretty hilarious. Know. So I really, I thought that was great. And if you look at the comments in that video, they're all like, oh, winner. She's awesome. Amazing. What's her number? I'm asking for a friend. You know, like yeah. just the response yeah. was overwhelming. And I think the real, the real deal, I mean, for me personally, when I was dating, I mean, I never took them to a drive through well, I shouldn't say never, but like, you know, maybe if we were getting ice cream going on our way to somewhere else, maybe I would. But mm -hmm. like for a dinner date, I never did fast food because even that's not a place like you said, like I would want to eat. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go to, you know, yeah. McDonald's. But. I mean, I guess if you really like McDonald's, that can be like your litmus test for a woman. Does this woman like McDonald's? Because that's <laughs> what we're eating at least twice a week. So, yeah, I, I think if she's eating know. McDonald's with you, it's more than a litmus test for if she likes it. It's just like if she likes you. <laughs> she, yeah. There it, you go. Yeah, that's that's what I think there. But no, I, I think, well, if, if there, I like, you know, the franchises like Chili's, Applebee's, you know, one of the, I mean, maybe even Chick-fil-A in a pinch, but normally I would try and dress it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And back when I was dating, like, how long has it been? Like 10, 12, 15 years ago? Now it's been a while. Uh, yeah, you, you could easily spend, you know, the whole night, 40 bucks, you know, uh, go to dinner, take her dancing or to a movie, you sport, spend 40 bucks. So I think that's like a reasonable answer. But the real answer is that if a woman likes you, she'll make an exception for and you. I, I will say that I have been on many dates back over a decade ago as well um that were free and you know what they were just fine well and this is kind of story time here but um you know we both went to byu and this is a mormon college and uh you know what a lot of people valued there wasn't like how much money you spent but how creative the date was mm -hmm. i felt a lot of pressure as a guy to create this really and it's unique i don't think this is anywhere else in the world like this where the creativity of the date is more important than how much you spend or where you go it's what you're doing like is this interesting um and there were a lot of dates like that you know we do do picnics you know take a picnic out somewhere i remember one date um i went up to the top of this hill 
Uh, this was at BYU-Idaho. There's like this hill, and we did ice blocking. You go to the gas station, and you buy a block of ice, and then you literally just rode it down the hill, and that was the date. Yeah, I mean, I've been sledding and ice blocking on dates. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, that's really kind of fun. I don't think it's a very common experience in my, my understanding of other colleges that are not religious colleges. <laughs> It's, yeah, you know, I, I think they're far more secular and they get right to the right to the business of it. Yeah. I mean, let's see. What have I done? OK, so we hiked to a mountain once we hiked up to the Y. You uh, and like, I are no, just on a on date, a date yeah. on a free date. Yeah. And we Hiking. and we hiked and then we did paper airplanes and we flew the paper airplanes off the mountains and we ate sandwiches that he packed or another one. There was a free um orchestra concert we went to or another one we did kind of a scavenger hunt where he didn't set it up we were just looking for things that started a b c d all the way to z Um we've i've gone to free art galleries i've been on lots of free dates and you know what those were perfect it, the yeah. cost does not matter well and what all these people on tiktok are failing to realize is what is the point of a date what what do you what's your thought on that? What what's the whole point of a date? And I'll tell you my thought. <laughs> well, I think that the point of a date is to see if there is one chemistry, two if there is you know some compatibility in life goals and where are you going? Are you guys going in the same direction? And maybe you don't find it all out on date one, but. You're going to be looking to find that out pretty quickly. What I realize now, and I wish I would have realized then, so young men, this is advice for you, is date to find a spouse. Like, that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. if, you're not, if you're not doing that, then stop. You know, if you're, if you're with a woman and you're like, this woman could not bear my children, then stop the date. Like, seriously go home and like never go out again, you know, never, ever go out again. Well, not with that person okay. at least. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, no, that in my opinion, it's like the whole point is to get to know them. Are you going to get to know them better in a movie theater or are you going to get to know them better ice blocking? Like I think the idea is that you want to do activities where you can learn more about them. So it's really not about the money, but again, uh, if she likes you, she'll she'll put these little rules she has for you on hold. All right. So speaking of first day etiquette, mm -hmm. should the man hold the door open? I think I think that it is a very nice gesture that I would appreciate. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think it, it's very a kind of traditional thing, um, but I I feel like. For me personally, I don't really see the point of it anymore. So here's what I mean by that. Like, you know, first of all, um, things, everything changes when you have kids because now you're both <laughs> getting kids out of car seats and stuff. But well, no, on a, on a date, on a date your, your first you... date, yeah, I mean, you could open the door symbolically, but I mean, that's what was the norm for you know, our parents' generation all the way back to the invention of the car and buggy and, you know, I imagine even helping ladies into the, the carriage coaches, you know, horse-drawn stuff. So, yeah, I think it hails back to a different time, but at the same time, I don't 
really see it as a necessity anymore. <laughs> it's I don't know. only I think, a symbolic gesture. I think gesture. it's a nice thing. You can still open my door for me. And I know it's not practical when we're, you know, out with the kids, but on the rare occasion that we go on a date and it's just you and I and you're not carrying, you know, three kids in two arms, I think it's a nice gesture. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do uh, it. But my thought on it is I I think you can. But um, I don't think you have to. That's my opinion. <laughs> and I, I have, I do know that some women, I, I have seen women get upset at men for holding the door open for them. Yeah, I, I mean, so. that's what I mean is like the, the, you know, they say chivalry is dead, but if, I think, I think women killed it. I, I actually was chastised once for holding a door open for a woman. And you never forget stuff like that because when you raise, you you raise to hold doors open and go get her door and all this stuff. And then the first time someone like kind of talks you down after that, you feel like, okay, I'm not doing this for people who could care less about me. And a lot of men feel left behind in society, so they feel like, why be chivalrous? There's no, there's no societal contract anymore for that. So. Uh, men, if you want to hold the door open, do it. I, I, I don't think, feel like you I think to. so. And if you find a woman who is, you know, traditional and wants to have, you know, a traditional type of marriage and take care of you, then that's the kind of woman who's going to appreciate it. All so. right. So what do you think about sex on a first date? No. No, no, she says. Okay. So I'm going to show you a couple more clips here. Okay. So let's jump into the clips. And we're not going to watch the whole clip, just okay. enough to get, because there's thousands of them, and they all say the exact same thing. So you'll hear What it. is your opinion on sleeping with somebody on the first date? My personal opinion is that if it's the right person, there's no wrong time for anything. So there's like no wrong time to start dating. There's no wrong time to kiss them. There's no wrong time to have sex with them. Nothing. That being said. That's opinion number one. (laughs) Let's just see what this guy. How many dates before sex? The million dollar question that every single woman asks me in my consultations. What's too soon? What's appropriate? I don't want to move too fast. I don't want him to think I'm easy, but I also don't want to make him wait too long and have him lose interest. Ladies, there is no magic number. No magic number. By the way, he's a good-looking guy, but I doubt women are like, hey, I need your help. Like, he's a consultation. Like, what is he, like a dating coach or something for women? Seems unlikely, but... Maybe, I don't know. I've never seen him before, but maybe he has a following and really gets a lot of questions about it. I bet he has a following, but... He probably gets questions about Do you think he's like a coach of some sort? Like a, like a pickup artist, but for women. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? I, I doubt it. I doubt women are coming to him for advice. But I could be wrong. Okay. This one's going to be a really short clip. I always see and hear girls say, I don't want to have sex with him on the first date because... And then they go on to provide a list of reasons. He won't respect them. He won't want to date them. Blah, 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 blah. But here's my thing. If it's the end of a first date, second date, you just met each other, whatever, and you both are feeling comfortable enough to have sex, go get that. Okay, so she says some words here. (laughs) Okay. 
that I don't want to mute not, out later. Not for my it, ears. Well, no, it's just it's a pain in the butt to mute them later. Right. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> That's really the reason I want to keep this. Uh, I, I mean, these are adult topics, but we, we want to keep it classy around here. Hot take. Who gives a f whether we're having sex on the first date? When it comes to dating in the 21st century, there seems to be all these supposed guidelines we have to follow to find the perfect match. Don't be too eager. Don't flirt too much. Keep politics and religion off the table. And most importantly, don't bring them home too soon. Is it two dates? Three? Is it two months? Do you wait until after you say I love you? Depending on who you ask, there seems to be a different magic formula when you get to see each other naked. That's bullshit. The entire idea stems from purity culture, an idea mostly pushed on women. In order that to be of value, we have to be pure. Sexually pure, that is. Excuse me while I vomit in my mouth. Saying that a potential relationship could be devalued because the couple decided to do it the first time they met is so prudish. It's 2023. Why are we so obsessed with how and when people have sex? Not your body, none of your business. As long as the people involved are consenting adults, why does it matter when they do it? Not only is inserting yourself in other people's sex lives a blatant invasion All right, of privacy, I, I gotta, but I gotta pause that it here. Is a gateway. Her main argument here is, hey, it's 2023. I love this argument, Nally. It's like, okay. well, don't you know what the year is right now? <laughs> That's that's reason enough to think my argument is good. It's the current year. It's the year we're in right now. You should know this. If you just do the opposite of whatever and now this video says, you will be set for life. Like whatever they say, do the opposite, you're good. Like this is the worst advice um, ever. Now, blaming purity culture, the thing is dating and marriage standards have been passed down from generation to generation. Just because something is traditional doesn't make it bad, right? It's really nobody's business. Nobody's business what you do. And while I do kind of have that libertarian mindset of, you know, you are free to do what you want, I, I want to clarify that I think it's good. I think it's okay that society has morals society has standards of um what we consider to be upstanding behavior for example we don't want people masturbating on the public bus right we as a society have a right to kind of say hey you know he might not be hurting anybody but this is disgusting or distasteful like as a society we have a vested interest in the moral and the mental and the spiritual well-being of the society there's there's no just mind your own business is a terrible argument it's like why do you care about the physical mental and spiritual well-being of society you live in it's like we should all care about that why do you yeah. not care about that so just it's none of your business you know but she's like you shouldn't have an opinion on this and yet she's here spouting her opinion so the number of uh hypocritical things she's saying in here is off the charts take a listen to the rest of this advancing laws that seek to control sex and bodily autonomy let's not pretend there isn't a direct correlation between these virtuous ideas and decisions about abortion access gender identity lgbtqia plus rights and anything that goes against the white picket fence apple pie all american traditional image lastly you have to know if you and your partner align in the bedroom or the kitchen or the shower sexual compatibility matters see how she she's taken this idea of sex on a first date and now she's pushing 
all political ideology. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's here. It's not fixing issues with purity culture because we did have that, you know, satanic panic in the 90s. But it's not really like fixing what's wrong with it. It's just replacing it all together. And, you know, it's just funny. She's like, it's. It's an invasion of privacy. Unless I'm telling you what to do, then you should listen to me. So, this woman. I'm sorry, I got to let you a chance to jump in here. Yeah, I mean, I think you're looking more um, big picture than I am right now. But that's that's good. I like hearing your thoughts on that. Um, You know, I think that, you know, who who cares if you have sex on the first date? Well, you might care three weeks down the line when he's not calling you back and you're heartbroken. You might care that you feel empty after sleeping with a stranger. Yeah, well, you know? there's, there's the immediate ramification. Yeah. yeah, and I think I was talking more about societal ramifications, but on an individual level... Again, what's the point of the date in the first place? Like, if you are just a hedonist and all you care about, you don't want to start a family. Uh, The world's on fire. Why start a family? I can't afford a family. Um, You know, if everything is just terrible for you, then, yeah, this philosophy kind of makes sense. Like, just, you know, eat, sleep, be merry, sleep around and be merry (laughs) for tomorrow (laughs) we die. But what if you want children? You know, what if you want a stable relationship? What if you want to be married, you know, and and have someone to go through life with you? Is sleeping on the first date the best way to achieve that? You know, and I would say that no, it is not. I don't think so either. And this isn't even like a religious purity point of view. I'm not even suggesting religion at this point. Like, there's been lots of research done on women who are promiscuous, let's say, that the more that more sexual partners they have before marriage, the less they, the less, well, happy they are, for one, but the less they can bond with that, their partner. Because, you know, just like we were talking about Jada Smith the other day, you know, she is emotionally connected to somebody else. She's emotionally bonded to someone else that isn't her husband. So that same thing can happen to lots of women. I don't know why it's not that way for men. I I don't know the evolutionary reasons. Perhaps it's just, you know, the availability of the Vikings that would go and, you know, the women that would uh, bond with the man and then that man dies in war and they're able to accept another person coming in. That may be a selection step strategy. Whereas men, their selection strategy is to have as much sex as possible. But at the same time, if you are in a modern society and you care about having a stable relationship, this is terrible advice. Don't have sex on the first date. Don't Don't have sex at at least until you know if you want to marry somebody. Because if you do before, you kind of, I guess, unwrap the gift already <laughs> for one way of putting it uh, I don't know I, it is a little different for men too I, I think this is especially true for women there's a reason for generations the tradition of women has been 
don't have sex before, because you're the gatekeeper. You hold the keys to sex, right? Men hold the key to resources. Women hold the key to sex and commitment. So women hold the keys to sex. And if you just give away the keys on the first night, what, you know, what do you have to use to find out if you want to be married to this person? Well, presumably you keep dating and dating and dating, but I don't know. Terrible idea, in my opinion. Yeah, would would not recommend. All right. So, continuing on, how should you dress on the first date? You know, I don't. I don't think that you need to be, you know, dressed in a potato sack. What you if know, you're hiding, going ice blocking, <laughs> hiding your body. Unless if you're going ice blocking, in which case, you know, wear the big, wear the big snow pants and a big like poofy parking jacket and that would be appropriate so dress appropriately for whatever activity you're doing and if your goal is to secure a long time term partner and a marriage down the line then you might consider not showing it all off at once because that is not going to put you in his mind as the kind of woman who he can take home to his family, who he can envision being the mother of his children, someone he's going to take seriously and respect. Well, I mean, I I agree with that. As a man and as most men, we are very visually stimulated. So the more revealing the outfit is, the more stimulating you're going to be. Like Mm -hmm. this is kind of common sense right Right, and i mean you want to be stimulating but not not too stimulating um so wear something certainly nice nicer than um your everyday wear put a little bit more thought into it make sure there's no stains wrinkle you know make sure you iron your shirts and get out all the wrinkles make sure that it's flattering for your body type and your skin tone and Um, If you want to be a little bit revealing in one place, make sure you're more covered everywhere else. Okay, well, that's good advice for the women. For the men, you know, I see a lot of guys go out on dates and they're wearing like a T-shirt, you know, like a V-cut tee or something like that. Maybe if you got a jacket on, that works. But I would say that men definitely should dress up a little bit. Um, now, again, if you're going ice blocking, yeah, put the snow pants on. <laughs> but, you know, if you're going out to a nice restaurant or even if it's just Chick-fil-A, I think, you know, at least a button-up shirt, uh, depending on the activity. So, yeah, I, I would say I see I see a lot of these uh, videos of people on dates, and um, I would say dress to impress. That's That's kind of my thought. You can never – you can feel underdressed. A lot easier than you can feel overdressed, I guess. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Uh, wear something yeah. nice. Um, okay, so uh, let's see. Do we have any other clips to show? Let's take a look here. Okay, so we were on that one. So. Oh, okay. This is the, uh, you know, we've talked at sex to death, so I'm done with okay. talking about that. So let's let's do... One last topic here, and then we'll wrap it up. Hold on, but we got to do um, who pays. 
Is that what this oh, is? Oh, well, no. That's another thing. Who? Well, who does pay? Okay, well, I want to know your thoughts on this first. I'm, we've been, like, teasing this with each other, but we haven't revealed what we think. And so I'm so insanely curious what your thoughts are on this. So who should pay? Mm-hmm. Well, I think a man should pay. I do. And it's not just because that social convention handed down for now. I think it gives man control of the date, right? If you're a man and the woman is paying, let's say you're not having a good time on the date or whatever. If she's paying, you kind of feel obligated to stay through the date. So I think, you know, in a lot of ways, men should pay for that date because it empowers them. It's like, hey, you know, I'm not feeling it. And you just go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't waste any more time on somebody that you know is just not going to be a compatible fit for you or someone that you'd like to get to know better. So, yes, I think a guy should definitely pay for that date. I think you should plan it. Um, this is just part of our hunting nature. And if you can put together a nice date for her, even if it's not expensive, I don't think it should be expensive necessarily. And if if you're not doing something expensive and she balks at it, you know, she won't even get in the car if you tell her you're taking her to Wendy's, then she, you've saved yourself a big, um, a big bullet. You've dodged the bullet there. So I think a man should pay because it empowers him to be in control of the date and what they do. And, uh, and if she balks at it, he can cut and run. Okay. Well, here's my thoughts. I also think that the man should pay, and there is a lot of reasons for that. So let's just, like, I'll try and be kind of succinct with this, but reason number one, if you are a woman and you are looking for a long-term relationship and a marriage where eventually you will be having children and you want a man who is going to be happy to provide, then you are going to be looking for, uh, you're going to want to, okay, <laughs> I mean, let's do an, a two, take two. <laughs> okay. We'll do a take two and you can edit that part out. Okay. So yes, editing is easy and fun. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not good with words. Me no good with words. Okay. Okay. So I also think that the man should pay. And why is that? Well, <laughs> many reasons, but. Reason number one, if you are a woman who is looking for a long-term relationship and a marriage where eventually you will be staying home and caring for the children and you're looking for a more traditional type relationship, then you are going to be, if the man doesn't pay or he wants to split the bill, then he is probably not a traditional man who is going to be happy in that role. So that is reason number one. Yeah, let me just stop you before you go to reason number two. So a lot of the women we've seen in these clips tonight, it feels like they want a man that's traditional and they want him to spend three to $800, but um, they're not wanting to be traditional. So mm -hmm. it feels like they want it both ways. They want a man that's traditional, but they don't want to be, they don't want to stay home and be housewives. Right. And yep. maybe that's just my impression of a woman that, wants an $800 first date, uh, but all these women seem to be very, very uh, loose on the, uh, you know, the morals there on their personal standards of how, 
you know, how much sex they're going to have on the first date or whatever. So, yeah, absolutely. If you want a traditional man, be a traditional woman and vice versa. Yeah, I think there's a big, a big uh, rules for him and not for her in this modern society. I think we've seen a couple examples of that tonight. Okay, reason number two, remember, we're filtering, we're filtering out men that are going to be good long-term matches, and this is kind of a litmus test. So reason number two, there are a lot of men who are kind of bitter and angry towards women, and they, and towards feminism in general, and they say, hey, women, they, they're working and, and you know, so reason number two is we have a lot of men out there who are a little bit bitter and angry towards women, and they take the position that, hey, women are just as equal as men, so they should be paying. So we're going to be using paying on a date as a litmus test for men who are bitter against women. We don't want men who are carrying that baggage. So that's reason number two. Reason number three, and this is huge, is if you are asking to split the bill, you are putting yourself into the friend zone. Now, let me explain myself a little, a little bit All here, right, okay? Do you, do you know where I'm going here? I don't. Okay. I so that. sometimes, and maybe this is a little bit different with dating apps. It's pretty clear that you're on a date with a dating app. But sometimes when you meet a girl in real life and you ask her on a date, it's nerve-wracking. And you're nervous when you ask her. And so sometimes when a man asks a woman on a date, it's a little bit ambiguous if it's a date or not you know he might say something hey would you want to hang out or you know me and this group of people are going to do this thing would you like to come with me and it's and so as a woman you wonder is he asking me on a date or are we just going as friends so if you if he if you go out with him and he pays it's made his intention clear hey this was a date he is asking you out if he says hey let's split the bill then you're going to think, oh, he just meant to be friends. We, he just meant this to be a friend-type activity. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. Again, I think a man should pay for the reason I stated earlier. It puts him in control of the date. It does signal to you, or uh, to the woman, that uh, yes, this is a date I'm exploring to see if this is a relationship that would be worth pursuing. I, I like you enough to want to see if you know i'm attracted enough physically right off the bat to see where this is going so right but now there's a caveat here for an advice to women offer to pay now as a man i think you should pay turn down that offer but if i met a woman on a date and she didn't offer to like pay or split then i would be that's kind of a red flag for me it's like you know, in a world where we aren't sure if a woman we're meeting is extremely traditional or extremely modern, like as a guy, if she, it's not the biggest red flag, but it would still indicate that she's not willing to put in any effort of her own. Now, there's another way she could do it without paying. So, for example, she could say, hey, I really had fun tonight. Um, 
Well, I don't, you know, or let's say it's in the conversation at the dinner. Oh, this is really good uh, blooming onion or whatever. <laughs> but I make the best whatever, you know, I make the best blooming onion. We should at some point, you know, kind of leave it open. Like we should, I, we, I should cook for us sometime or something like that. Like if you're offering something in return, some value you're giving back, it shows you're invested in continuing where, and maybe the date's going poorly, so you don't do this. But um, I think if you are interested in the guy, at least enough to say yes to a first date, maybe even a second date, then uh, I would offer to pay. And then I would say, or, or at least flip. So I think women should do that uh, as a, okay. I, I think they should. They should offer okay, to and pay. And I'm going to disagree here. Because again, I'm, I'm saying we're using this as a litmus test to see what kind of guy this is, what his values are. So I would not go reaching for my wallet. Um, I would say if he, I would give him the chance to be gracious and pay. Now, ladies, bring your wallet because we know in this day and age, many men expect to split the bill. So bring your wallet and be ready to pay. But no, I would not go reaching for my wallet and... You know, again, if even if he explicitly asked me on a date and and then he and then he expects to split the bill, then I'm going to assume he is not having a good time. He doesn't see a future with me. Bam, you've just friend zoned yourself. Okay? So no well, but I'm I'm not saying a man should ask her to pay. I'm just saying if she doesn't offer, that could be an indication that she's not going to put effort into the relationship. Now, no. the other thing that this is the biggest red flag, if she doesn't thank you graciously for paying for the date, if there's not, and you I mentioned it, and that's the other red flag, like someone who isn't interested in splitting and isn't grateful that you planned, paid for, picked up, drove, did all the things, you know, all a woman has to do is get dressed and ready. And to a woman, this is a monumental experience. I understand this. But, uh, you know, that's all you got to do. The man's really doing all the work and paying for it. So if she's not grateful, that's a really big red flag. She's I, not going to be grateful in marriage or down the line. I agree. Be grateful. And I even agree that a woman, if she is interested should reciprocate in some way. And maybe that's after the date, sending a text, hey, that was wonderful. I would love to meet up with you again. Or very soon, yeah, arranging I, I to guess, cook for him or bring him cookies or yeah, whatever. I guess but, she doesn't have to offer to pay for the date. But what I'm saying is she has to offer something in return. And I'm not suggesting sex here. No. I know that's, that's the quick That's pro too much. <laughs> but... Offering, you know, maybe to make you dinner next time or, hey, next time I have a great idea, you know, just something in the future that lets you know she's interested in continuing and she wants to invest her time because if she's not willing to invest time into you, the relationship's not going to go anywhere. So keep an eye out for those little subtle clues that she wants to um, invest her time or money in the future. You know, it could be anything that comes up in conversation. You're talking about food and she says, you know, I know a great ice cream joint. Let's go there sometime. You know, uh, 
So if she's willing to invest that time right. or and offer to pay, I think those are right. those and are and clear as, indicators as that general, she's willing to put in effort for you. Yeah, and as a general etiquette rule, dating or otherwise, when you invite somebody out, you know, typically you're paying. So if it's the man asking the woman out or it's kind of a mutual decision, then I then the man should pay, which is how it usually is. But if you as a woman are inviting a man to pay, or if you're, as a woman, invite a man on a date, expect to pay, bring your wallet, and I think it's still a very nice gesture for the man to offer to pay. I've been in this position, and the men have been insistent on paying, and that was a very nice gesture. But just as a general etiquette rule, that if you invite somebody out, that you should pay. Yeah, so look for women that are interested in adding value to the relationship. In some way, it doesn't have to be pay necessarily, but right, free dates are great. Should, or... But I, I think that's an easy way to do it. It's like, hey, you want to split the deal? Or you want me to pay? And he should say, no, 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 I, I got it. This is my yeah. Favorite. Again, I would say, don't, don't reciprocate <laughs> in that do. way. <laughs> I, say, I say, don't. Okay. <laughs> I say, don't. <laughs> All right. So you got, you got to find another way to show interest and gratitude and reciprocate, but don't offer to pay. Fair enough. Well, at least there's some consensus there, some way of reciprocating that interest and that, you know, that gratitude for all that he's done. So what's the rule on after a date? How soon do you text? Okay. Are we watching a video on it or do you just want my initial I thoughts? Want your initial thought. I, I don't think that there is a hard, fast. I think you can text, you know, as you get home, that's fine. Um, maybe not too late, you know, you might not want to text at 3 a.m. when he's sleeping, but, um, you know, I think that night as you get home or sometime in the next day or two, you probably want to do it fairly quickly. So he thinks that you're, so he knows that you're interested. So within the next day or two. Yeah. I, I see a lot of people make hard and fast rules for this. And in my thought, you don't need rules. Just <laughs> if you had a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, reach out. Maybe it's too late that night, but maybe the next day, hey, I had a great time. Let's do it again. You know, just mm -hmm. something. Or maybe you had a really great time and you both want to pursue it more. You know, you can text the next day. I, I don't think there's this need to follow a strict set of rules. You make it more complicated than it needs to be. Okay. If you are texting with the person that you're dating and this happens, I want you to stop immediately. If you guys are chatting and you might start to see this person is kind of getting down to the one word answers or you start to see that the conversation is dissipating and they just react to a message. They heart it, they thumb it up, they do something. This is not your invitation to keep the conversation going. And this isn't a place for anxiety to go, okay, say something that just to keep them on. That is them setting a boundary that they are done with the conversation. When someone just hearts a message and leaves it and they don't respond after it, do not try to double text, triple text and get them to get back into it. Instead, just leave it. That is their ending place for the conversation. Respect it. And when they want to pick back up on the conversation, let them contact you. Unless okay. you have something to say in the interim that is worth it. First of all, this woman is not going to get married and find love. <laughs> I don't know that. That's, that's a little harsh, but they're making dating too complicated. You, there's these rules for texting. If they say, oh, you know, 
if she hearts a message and then you keep texting her, that's her way of saying, I'm done here. Or how about just saying goodnight? <laughs> you know, that's my way of saying, or if it's in the morning, like, I got to go, you know, something like that. Or just simply stop responding for a while. That's, that's all fine. I don't think we need these elaborate set of rules to say when to text somebody. And I, I really wouldn't read too much into when somebody texts you. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong here. I know this is an item of great speculation amongst women, but and and men too. They're like, when should I text? But yeah, do it when you want. And if if a woman is this like concerned about rules about when you can text her and when you can't, she's making rules for you. You're not an alpha to her. So move on to somebody that will break rules for you. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think that, um, you know, people are busy in their in their lives. And that's the whole point of texting is that you can put it down and then come back to it later. So if somebody just hearts your message, it might just be a quick acknowledgement. Hey, I, I saw that. I liked it. But I, I'm busy at the moment. Now, I, I do think that this is the same as with being with somebody in real life if you're on a date with somebody in real life and you're trying to engage them and you're asking them questions uh, trying to get to know them and they're just giving you one word answers and they're not asking about you or seeming interested then that might be a good indication that they're either really bad conversationalist or they're or that they're not interested and so I mean, they could be nervous too. Right, but, but I, yeah, I, I think that's probably a whole nother episode. Is, you know, how to engage someone in conversation because that is a skill you can learn. That is. But it's way, you know, it's way more nuanced when you have somebody. You can read their facial expressions. You can hear their tone in a voice. When you're texting, you lose all that context. Right. So you you can't tell if they're like if they heart a message and they're like i don't want to talk to you right now right it's when just I, I way think too th i think this is you know maybe saying in general not after one heart i wouldn't read into any of i wouldn't read into that at all but if they're repeatedly not giving you anything back or you know not texting you for days on end um then it could be, if you're in the beginning stages of dating, could just signal that they're not interested. And maybe that's what she's getting at. But no, I don't I don't think it's like, oh, you're a creep because you messaged me back after, our, after I only hearted it. Don't you know that that means that I want to stop talking to you? <laughs> and, and, you know, for a lot of, for a lot of people, they don't want to get to know somebody through text. They want to get to, they want to use texting for logistics. And this might be especially true for men. They might say, be in their mind thinking, I want to, you know, text this woman, find out, you know, when, what, and where, and then let's meet up and, in real life and we can connect and talk then. Well, We'll leave it at that. Thank you so much yes. for joining us tonight. Remember to sign up for the newsletter at ontheair.love slash newsletter. And follow us on all your favorite platforms. We are on Spotify, CastBox, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Please uh, share the episode, comment, subscribe, do all the things. 
Take care, and until next time, love is on the air. Love is on the air.